Hey, what up? It's your girl, Keith of Kentucky, and you're tuned into another episode of So There's That, the podcast. First and foremost, I want to let y'all know that I am literally risking it all in the love of podcasts, because as you can hear, your girl's voice is just going through it. I don't know what I got. I don't know if it's contagious. All I know is my voice is holding on for dear life. It is living on a prayer. And uh, But I have to absolutely come and talk about a few things, especially some of my homegirls is like, bitch, we need you to talk about this. And so I say, you know what, I'm on my way home from, you know, procrastinating all month about getting Christmas gifts. So I just went to go get a few last minute gifts. I still need to go do that. And I was like, well, on the ride home, let me just go ahead and get some shit out. You know what I'm saying? Um, first and foremost, I really hope, you know, if you still got to go to work after this, um, God be with you. God bless. Uh, good luck dealing with, especially if you work in retail. I'm wishing and sending all the positive vibes to you guys for having to deal with people like us. Procrastinate, wait till the last minute to go to the mall, hit up these last minute sales. Uh, all in the love uh, for consumerism. So, our bad, like, but if you got time off, man, cherish that shit. Hopefully, I don't sound too gross, y'all. Um, but, yeah, cherish your time off with your family. For me, especially, I've had the longest December. And reflecting on the year 2017, it's just been like, unlike last year, where it just seemed like a bunch of bullshittery was just going down. It just seemed like this year just came and went. I had a child, a whole ass baby at the beginning of the year, and he'll be one next month. And I just look at him and like, dog, you, you was almost grown. Like, <laughs> like this year really slipped before, before my eyes. Like, um, it, it's just, I try to look back and say, did I really do everything that I needed to do? Um, but all in all, when I am in my little res- reflective state or whatever, I feel like I did. I did do the things I was out to do. Um, I had a physical fitness event that I had to do and I was dreading it because I just, I've been the only person in my office. So I've been doing everything and uh, I had no time to get as physically in shape as I wanted to be. And uh, shout out to my girl Nella. If you listen to this, I really do. That's my girl. She kept me in positive spirits when I was like being totally negative towards myself. And she was like, girl, you got it. You know, don't worry about it. And your bitch went out and crushed the event. You know what I'm saying? So I got to gas myself up a little bit. I did really well uh, on it. First class. I'm in my seminar to get promoted to the next rank right now. And that's coming to a close at the top of the year. And then uh, I'll be seeing if I'll be up for promotion here shortly. I know there's a lot of things in comparison to my peers that I ain't really did or, you know, whatever. But I try not to compare myself. I'm still here. A motherfucker's still standing strong. And uh, I think I, I can't compare what my accomplishments are to other people's and what they've done. You know, I can only focus on myself. So that's kind of, I guess, what I extend to y'all. Just mind your own business. Mind your own accomplishments. And mind the own, your own goals and the things that you want to get done. Because the year will slip by before you know it. 
and you need to make sure that you can look back on all of those days in the year and be able to say that you did your best in preparing yourself to be a whole year wiser, stronger, and, and, and learning from those previous year's mistakes. And that's all it is. Fuck a, a resolution. Just make sure that you have the intention to be a better, greater uh, person uh, at the top of the year, man. So let's talk about a few things. I got a few things on my mind before my voice completely cuts out on me. Let's talk about lacking crew. I wanted to talk about this Keaton situation, little kid that was getting bullied and shit. That's a few things. We'll talk about it. Black Ink Crew is going to be in multiple segments. So if you don't watch this show, you can skip through it. But I'm going to make sure I give y'all a little recap before I get into the meat and potatoes. Okay, so stick around. Okay, y'all. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about is reality TV. Of course, y'all know that's my that's my gig. That's that's what I love. That's my that's my thing. So um, there's a show that I watch. It's called Black Ink Crew. And it has, uh, I'm going to give you a background first, because not everybody, don't everybody watch Black Ink Crew. And I get it. Some people are very anti-reality TV shows. And for you, you're Debbie Downer. Fuck you. No, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, Black Ink Crew is a reality TV show that's based out of New York. And it is centered around um, the main character, if you will, Caesar who is the owner and creator of this um, tattoo shop named after the show Black Ink. So um, initially there was, there's been several different cast changes since the beginning. Um, it, there's Caesar, there used to be a cast made Duchess who used to end up, she, she was dating Caesar at the time, so they were together. Um, if you guys stay all the way from the beginning, there was Puma with the dreads he liked to rave and wow the fuck out until he became a father. You have oh shit who is just the oh my god, he is the definition of his name. It's just a, a nigga that just can't stay out of shit. Um, he had multiple baby mamas, child support issues, uh, was a semi decent tattoo artist. Um, he's no longer on the show this season. I was actually curious to know as to why he fell out, but he did get married last season, so. I'm guessing it has a lot to do with him and his, uh, you know, his new situation. I guess they're married or whatever. Shit, we don't believe you. Um, you have Teddy, who is just Mr. Lover Man, and uh, he don't really do shit, but he be in the shop all the fucking time. Um, Teddy is still with us. You have Skye, who started off as, what do they call her? It's funny. She started off as what they call a mixie chick. Um, I pr I'm pretty sure that's the right terminology that they used for her. She was a mixie chick, so AKA a thought that, you know, used to come up to the tattoo shop, turn up, you know, and now she has been upgraded from, I think she was a hostess and now she owns um, a, the tattoo shop. Uh, Cause Caesar has, at this point, he has a chain of tattoo shops and one of them now is in Atlanta, which is the one that Sky. Uh, is a manager of supposedly who else there you have melody she's a new she's new to the crew young bay she's new to the crew walter hilarious another nigga i don't know what the fuck he does in that tattoo shop I, is he an artist someone correct me if i'm wrong um <laughs> i don't know but he brings 
the comedic energy between him and Sky, who is hilarious. They are my absolute num- number one reason for watching the show because they're hilarious. Just their their um, confessional interviews, always on point, always hilarious. If I'm leaving anybody out, it's probably because they're worthless and they contribute nothing. But uh, the show is centered around, you know, black entrepreneurship at the end of the day. And it's just messy. It's full of drama. It's a lot of fighting. Um, they're going to keep on riding on Duchess because uh, Caesar and Duchess, they were in a relationship for about five years. And then they ended up, you know, breaking up last season. Um, a whole bunch of drama. It's about five seasons worth of this. So if you want to pull up the fire stick and get caught up, um, then do so because I'm about to get into what happened on the last episode that aired this Wednesday. Now, I'll be completely honest, I did not watch the show in its entirety. I'm waiting for it to pull up on my uh, on demand because I thought I had it recorded, but I guess I didn't. But I've been seeing various clips on the internet of a specific scene um, where Sky, um, who just let us know a few seasons ago that she gave up her children for adoption at a very young age, she had a meetup with her son. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. So hopefully you enjoyed that that recap or you're a little bit up to speed as far as, um, you know, what goes on. There's not much of a, um, a plot line to this. This is probably one of the most authentic and genuine um, reality shows that's out there that you don't really see it being too much of a storyline. That they really just go with the flow and it's just a bunch of nigga shit that happens throughout the season <laughs> like real life shit so let's talk about sky though now sky as i want as i said um started off as a mixy chick and uh she was dating teddy for a little bit they were messing around with each other and uh sky has really glowed out glowed up throughout the season because she kind of started as somebody that would show up here and there and that they got into her having a relationship with this guy that was in jail. And uh, then she ended up not being with him anymore. And it wasn't up till next last season. Uh, we really started to get to know Sky outside of her being funny, outside of her being, uh, you know, trying to get her, uh, <laughs> trying to get her, uh, you know, you know, trying to get her jaws dropped. You know, I'm trying to say it in the right way, but she was out here fucking, basically. And we really got to know who Sky was outside of how she initially was brought on through the season. Now, last season, she let us know that she had gave her children up for adoption. Um, there was even a scene last uh, season where her baby daddy, um, she went on a date with him, caught up with one of them. There's two different ones. And then another guy ran up on her at the shop and she was in an abusive relationship with him and uh, was very upset about him bringing himself around there. So um, there was a lot of drama involved in that. And uh, that led us to find out a little bit more about her situation as far as her adopted sons. She had two sons out there um, that she had been in contact with for well over 10 years. And uh, this season, Sky is really um, looking forward to rebuilding and repairing this relationship that she had with her sons. Now, this past episode, from what I saw, um, I actually did watch the, the, the most parts about Sky. It was on live on Facebook, and I caught up. 
So she, she ends up meeting uh, the adopted parents. She calls them. She asks, you know, requests pretty much, can she catch up with her son, one of, I think her youngest son. And uh, he was w- very welcoming. Sky came there, dressed the way she be dressing. And if y'all know Sky, I'm talking about cleavage, ass, you know. I just thought it was a little bit, <laughs> like, if I was, <laughs> if I was someone that wanted to meet up with kids who I haven't seen in a long time, I would have came a little bit different. Um, the way she approached her youngest was, um, she was lucky that he opened up to her and was a little bit more open-minded about meeting up with her because she was really enthusiastic and for that to, um, that reaction to happen was surprising to me. But at the same time, her youngest son was put in a better situation than her older son. Um, he has two white adoptive parents that were more than open to letting her come and um, be a part of his life. And she went to a football game and she was just saying, my son, my son, my son. And, uh, you know, he was all about it. But when she met her oldest son, um, there was a confrontation and she opened up the conversation pretty much with a bunch of excuses. Um, and I think the biggest problem with Sky is I don't think she really is ready to take accountability for how she made her sons feel. I'm sorry, y'all. I had to cut that one short because I had a coughing fit just now. But as I was saying, Sky, I don't think she was ready um, to take 100% accountability for her absence in her son's life. Because it's all cool and well that you want to meet up with them. Um, but um, I would assume that she would be a little bit more lighthearted in her approach and not so aggressive. Now, like I said, when she met her youngest son, it's kind of like she, to me, forced herself on him. You know, like, I don't know. It was a little overwhelming um, if I was in his place. So when she sat down with her oldest son, you could always already peep the tension. You could already see the resentment on his face. You could already see the anger in his heart. And Sky thought, let me take a sip real quick. My apologies, y'all. Sky thought it was appropriate to sit down and pretty much provide excuses as to the reasons why she didn't reach out sooner than what she did. And um, I don't know if it's something going around that people are upset with how the son's reaction was, which was angry and violent and reasonably so. I believe he's 19 at this point. Is he 19? Someone correct me. But uh, she sat down. She pretty much said, I know you see me on TV. I'm not stunting. I have to have extra jobs and stuff. I'm just trying to let you know. Like, And he didn't want to hear that shit. <laughs> he wanted to hear, sit down. Let's talk about this. I'm sorry. I am sorry for not being there for you. That's That should have been the opener. At, that should have been the opener. 
It shouldn't be no excuses. It shouldn't be nothing because as a kid who I ain't never seen you before, you on TV talking about our story, but you still ain't reached out to me. And then the first time that you do reach out to me, it's got to be VH1 cameras everywhere. You're full of shit. I'm upset. I'm mad. And the thing is, I want Sky because I love Sky. Like, Sky is one of the best TV personalities that's out there. Like, I genuinely fuck with Sky up and down. But I think for such a hard thing and such a real thing, that should have been off to the side. And then once she had that genuine conversation with him, then maybe introduce him to fucking whoever's behind VH of uh, Black Ink Crew. I don't think it's Mona Scott. She's behind everything else, but I don't think she's behind Black Ink Crew. And and that was a big deal for a lot of the viewers is they felt like it was very disingenuous. Did I say that word? Disgen- mm. It wasn't genuine. <laughs> of how her approach was with sitting down talking to her son. So I got mad. You can tell that was a very real moment, though, because uh, they weren't fighting. He was just trying to get whatever frustration out that he had. He just wanted to be fucking angry, and he was allowed that. He wasn't trying to hit Sky. I don't think Sky was trying to hit him. I don't think there was a confrontation like that. I think that it was just a, a ball of fucking anger that he had to release. Or he probably would have hit her. He wouldn't. He didn't want to hear the shit. So, I don't know. I, I hope that... Um, eventually they can come to terms with the situation. I forgot to note that at some point, I think, um, Duchess, who has beef with Sky, had brought her in. Duchess has her own tattoo shop in North Carolina. And for some reason, they were doing interviews out of there and brought Sky's son in there. And I think that's what jump-started. Like, Sky wanted to do it her own time, but people, other people had got to her son so I think she felt like she had to intervene at that point and say look we need to have a conversation however Sky should have did that shit away from the cameras <laughs> and and just took accountability and said I'm sorry at the end of the day I'm sorry for how I make you feel and that's all that is Black Ink Crew usually is very lighthearted, hilarious but I'm glad they're kind of touching on these subjects and I'm just Sorry that her son had to be the butt of this uh, this episode. Oh, Lord. So I'm in Walmart's pocket, parking lot. Can y'all niggas, when y'all get in y'all car, um, when y'all know it's, like, busy like this, can y'all hurry up and get in y'all goddamn car and get out of the parking lot and let me have that space? That's just a small rant. That's a small rant. And I know you feel me. You feel me. Like, get the hell. Don't check your phone. Don't be... Uh, what are you doing? Don't do that. Get out of the parking space. I need it. Now I got to try to basically go hand-to-hand with the nigga who see me with my blinkers on. Like, you see my blinkers on. This guy taking forever. And you going to try to battle me to the parking spot. I'm about sick of y'all. Anyways, that's not even what I want to talk about. I want to talk about bullying for two seconds not funny but this is a very old topic at this point I want to talk about the little Keaton kid the mom thought it was cool to record her son 
while he was going through it in the car. She had to come pick him up from lunch because, you know, don't nobody want to sit with him. And he just don't understand why he's going through what he's going through. You know, and I'll be honest, the first time I saw it, I was like, damn, that's fucked up. You know, like, like, geez, this is, this is nuts. You know, and the thing is, seriously, like kids, young kids is offing themselves off the fact that they're getting bullied in school and that shit is crazy to me now your girl has big teeth <laughs> i'll say that i've learned to love my teeth and my smile but it was something that i was very insecure about and something that i was made fun of when i was growing up so i i know about that i know how it feels to like see that one person who loves the fucking junk on like the to roast and then be like, damn, like, I know I'm going to be fucking Roger Rabbit or whatever the fuck they want to throw at me that day and be just fucking over it. Like, but eventually your girl got a voice. Like, I was about tired of the shit and I just started roasting back because really bullying to me and y'all let y'all kids hear this. I, I can't censor out the curse words, but y'all teach y'all kids to roast. There was a video. Oh, my God. There was a video on the shade room where a, uh, a mother and son was in the car and they were pretty much going back and forth with each other and he was telling her about what he needed to say to the kid in his school who would get on him about certain things and she would give him pointers on how to roast and how to clown and I was like you know what solid this is the one thing I don't often see parents doing give us the clapbacks because if it really needs to get to the point of fighting um and I don't promote violence but if you at least teach them how <laughs> to clap back, it might prevent a lot. Because you never know what kind of intelligence your kid has. They might be able to come with a smooth-ass clap back. Teach them and promote that shit. Get them, get them being observant and looking at their bully in the face and saying, you know what, nigga, you ugly too. Like, big face, head, I guess, big nose. Look, look I don't care. <laughs> I'm probably not right for saying any of this. But, you know, teach a kid. I thought that was interesting. I saw it in the shade room. Anyways, bullying um, the Keaton kid. First off, the mom was recording her son while he was, like, very upset. Like, he was pissed that <laughs> these kids were making fun of it. Come to turn out. Come to turn out. Turns out that uh, the mom was, I think, was trying to scam the people. And did, and won. Cause what? Kirk Franklin, Snoop Dogg, a whole bunch of other celebrity ass niggas. They gave money to poor little Keaton <laughs> for getting bullied. Ooh, jackpot, parking space. Who gonna test me now? Hold on, y'all. <laughs> Sorry, got real. But uh, y'all, the biggest scam of the year outside of Black China happened to be Keaton. Keaton don't even fuck with black people. Keaton got a uh, Confederate flag. Let me take that back. Keaton Mama, who wanted to show the world about bullying, got a big ass Confederate flag. Now, look, I don't have a Confederate flag, but just know, y'all know what the fuck it represents. So don't be sitting up here acting innocent when people get offended about a Confederate flag. But also, I saw on TMZ that um, her baby daddy, which is Keaton's dad, was a damn Nazi or KKK member. Like the fuck? We got God, people. We got God. 
All right, next thing I want to talk about is the fact that, um, well, first, I'm roaming the aisles of Walmart right now. People are probably looking at me like I'm crazy, but I must get the podcast done. It must be done. I'm people watching. I'm watching people not watching their kids. Uh, the kids are running rampant. It's that time of year. Um, I just want to say, Apple, we knew. Like, we knew that you were slowing down the batteries in order to get us to buy new phones. It's just that type of relationship that we in, that we know is a horrible relationship we need to leave, except for, like, how do I say this? We all got adult ears, right? It's pretty much like dating a no-good nigga, but he got good ping, right? that's our relationship with Apple like we know like we we definitely know and but it's just like we can go to the dude that treats us good but it's ugly like Android phones like we just don't choose to stick around with the no good dude with the good pain because it is what it is as far as that's concerned so um this video put me on today I think it was Kevin on stage that he was talking about that and I laughed because I'm like well when this phone give out I'm still gonna get the next iPhone I'm just gonna have to hold on to this somebody was like the upgrades not the upgrades but the updates on the phone once the new phones come out are the reason why it slows down if you just keep your phone at the same setting then it shouldn't do that but I, I beg to differ but my phone's doing all right so I'm okay, but I just want to say to Apple personally that, girl, we knew, we knew, we just, we just choose to stay here. We got to stay here. We got to have blue bubbles. We can't do no green bubbles. We can't do no downloading uh, apps just to do FaceTime. What, what is FaceTime on Android phones anyways? Like, <laughs> look, I don't got time to be having nobody's Android, Samsung. It's a damn walking, literally talking hand grenade. You know, you don't know if your life going to change one day when you answer an Android phone. So I'm going to stick to what I got. It is what it is. And and I know the Android people are going to rave about this new information. But guess what? <laughs> we still going to be here. All right. I had to give y'all like a little something to talk about while I was in Walmart. So people wouldn't look at me crazy. Um... So, two videos from Cardi B was just released not too long ago. I, I lied. One video, we've seen Bodak Yellow. We tired of Bodak Yellow. Um, I hope Bodak Yellow stays in 2017. It's giving me all the trap Selena I needed. And I was just talking to a friend yesterday because she claimed, shout out to Chanel. I'm putting you on blast, girl. Talking about damn Beyonce and Nicki Minaj trying to ride Cardi B's wave because, uh, <laughs> They're trying to appeal more to the Latino audience. I'm sorry, I had to. It was funny. I was like, girl, you trying to be controversial right now, but I don't understand. Because Beyonce, sorry. Let me stand out real quick. Beyonce been putting out Spanish music. I don't know what Nicki Minaj is doing. Nicki Minaj is living on a prayer. Did y'all hear that? I hope y'all heard that. I said she living on a prayer. And she trying to be relevant. And so I agree with Nicki Minaj doing the most with the absolute least at this point, the barbs. 
I really just coming for anybody for anything. As a matter of fact, I just checked B. Scott's page not too long ago in an attempt to find more shit to talk about. And people think that the video that was released, you know, I, I like to tie it in for no limit. The song's been out for 80 years and we just now get a video. Uh, that's another rant that I want to talk about. I, I think I talked about it shortly. I miss music videos. I miss soundtracks. Like, what the fuck is going on? But it was released and everybody, well, the barbs, <laughs> were claiming that Cardi B was selling facial expressions and all this shit. Like, girl, girls, and the guys who, who stand for Nicki Minaj, chill out. Chill out. You, you really want to talk about somebody stealing from an artist who still who stole somebody else's whole ass persona come on it's the same bitch excuse me i say that lightly when i'm speaking of Nicki minaj but it's the same girl that you know popped a squat and everybody was like yo that's the little kim pose and 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 did the barbie thing that's little kim like you'll never say that anybody is copying anything from Nicki minaj if anything you're gonna pay homage homage to Lil' Kim, the guide, okay? You gonna take it back to Brooklyn. I come from Brooklyn. Y'all know shit. But anyways, I guess there's low-key shade on Twitter. Uh, cause Nicki Minaj said I peep too. Again, Nicki Minaj sit down and worry about putting fucking money on the books of uh Jelani. Out here touching on the kids. Just just chill out, be cool, and release the album if you got some shit to say. About sick of the Twitter beef. If you gonna come, figure out what the fuck Lil Wayne doing on Cash Money, Young But Money, uh, what the fuck. Hit up Birdman, figure the fuck out, and release the album. Come with the fucking hits, Nikki. You giving us like semi lukewarm features and shit, but wanna like be the queen. Like she think Nick uh, Nas nah, empowered Nikki to really feel. <laughs> We've done that. I take it back. And it was only because Nicki Minaj, you the only person, only female representative in the rap game. And we could say that. You was the only one for a very long time. But it was absolutely because you had nobody else that was willing to put in the same amount of work, I will say, in order to um, be on your level. I'll say that. But now you got hella competition, girl. So you're going to have to step what you say, your cookies, and, and stop using the fucking line, all these bitches and my son. So everybody was thinking that Cardi B was stealing facial expressions from Nicki Minaj. But this just in, because I think it was released as of today. Cardi B is finally trying to ride her own wave. I've been getting on her because I said you need to hurry up and capitalize off the success of Bodak Yellow. Ain't nobody going to care no more. Well, she has released a new single which i'm hoping is going to be on her album and not another motherfucking mixtape it's called barty bar barty bartier cardi <laughs> look cartier is like a, an expensive brand that i'll never fucking put hands on because i'm broke um but i listened to it as featuring 21 savage and it's give me a week or two bitch i'm gonna know it it sounds like gibberish but i'm gonna know it but that's just cardi's tone and how she enunciates her words it's okay i'm gonna learn it it sounds like a bop i'm going to enjoy this bop um it was something about some hot sauce on titties and shit and you know what it's a little it's a little uh it's it's a lot going on but i i feel like the trap god in me is going to enjoy this song so okay so i just i just pulled up to the spot now it's time my family's in town my mom's in town i'm off work 
I'm going to come and hit y'all up before the New Year's with a little countdown of things that's been going on. I just want to wish y'all happy holidays, Kwanzaa, Christmas, um, Hanukkah, nigga, like whatever you celebrate. I hope you do it in love and light and you just get all the blessings and you just take the time, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, to reflect and just not really write out any resolutions or anything like that because y'all know we flaky and we don't really be following through but just really just think about the things that you want to accomplish um five-year plan 10-year plan two-day plan nigga make sure that you just think about those things you want to do because it's your life essentially it's your life and if you're not living it to the standard of happiness that you want to achieve then you need to be working on that. You, you are a constant work in progress. That's why I tell myself. And even though I don't do um, get all the things I want done, I know essentially at the end of the day, which is, somebody put that on the show. At the end of the day, this is a black mantra. I'm working. I'm doing it. I'm a work in process. You have to do the work to be the person you want to be, to have the things you want to have and to um, obtain the success that you want. So I encourage that. I send that off to the world. The next episode, I think I'm going to get some of my girls again. Y'all know I'm always trying to do the veteran business. As last time, I think I said cast, um, Prince by cast. Oh, excuse me if I'm saying it wrong because I don't have my notes on me. And then, uh, was it Sweet Treats by uh, Sheena? Facebook page, go on that page. If <laughs> if I'm saying I'm absolutely wrong, you can check out my last uh, few podcasts. I make sure at the end of my segment, I always shout them out. And if I don't have the exact business, I just want to tell all of my female veterans that are out there, take advantage of the benefits that you have worked so hard to uh, to obtain and have, and just put them forth. Even the male uh, veterans out there, you too. You know, we put a lot into. Um, serving for this country and we deserve it all and so I encourage the success the entrepreneurship that you guys put out there into the universe because we've learned so many great things on how to be great leaders and and and, and exceptional fucking civilians and uh, just trying to be great we've served that country we've done the fucking right things and so once you get out just make sure you keep that same mindset that we've developed over time and just do great things um again just uh enjoy this time off reach out to people in your circles this is a hard time of year um suicide rates go up around the holidays so if you haven't talked to somebody in a while somebody been acting weird or a little sus fucking invite them over for dinner call them text them let them know that you care say i love you out of nowhere give a motherfucking stranger a hug do what you got to do. There's people going through a lot of shit at this time of year, and we just need to do our best to uplift others. And it takes nothing from us to make somebody else feel um, loved and, and happy and, and wanted and needed to be here for us. So uh, that's how I want to close out the show. Um, I appreciate y'all again for tuning in. Again, like always, shameless plug. If y'all will, if y'all really fuck with me, go over to my Facebook page, Keitha Kentucky, K-E-E-T-H-A, Kentucky, and like that bitch. I told y'all I will be having more content. Content, like I said, December was hella crazy, and uh, it should be downhill from here. 
I'm hoping that January 2018 brings me nothing but abundance and money. <laughs> That's what I'm putting out into the universe and success and just more thoughts and ideas to go into this program. So I love y'all. Y'all stay, uh, y'all stay up. Y'all stay positive. And I'll check y'all out on the next episode. Okay, so I just I just pulled up to the spot. Now it's time. My family's in town. My mom's in town. I'm off work. I'm going to come and hit y'all up before the New Year's with a little countdown of things that's been going on. I just want to wish y'all happy holidays, Kwanzaa, Christmas, um, Hanukkah, nigga. Like, whatever you celebrate, I hope you do it in love and light and you just get all the blessings and you just take the time, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, to reflect and just not really write out any resolutions or anything like that because y'all know we flaky and we don't really be following through but just really just think about the things that you want to accomplish um five-year plan 10-year plan two-day plan nigga. make sure that you just think about those things you want to do because it's your life essentially it's your life and if you're not living it to the standard of happiness that you want to achieve then you need to be working on that. You, you are a constant work in progress. That's why I tell myself. And even though I don't do um, get all the things I want done, I know essentially at the end of the day, which is somebody put that on the sh- at the end of the day. This is a black mantra. I'm working. I'm doing it. I'm a work in process. You have to do the work to be the person you want to be, to have the things you want to have and to um, obtain the success that you want. So I encourage that. I send that off to the world. Next episode, I think I'm going to get some of my girls again. Y'all know I'm always trying to do the veteran business. As last time, I think I said Cass, um, Prince by Cass. Oh, excuse me if I'm saying it wrong because I don't have my notes on me. And then uh, was it Sweet Treats by uh, Sheena? Facebook page, go on that page. If <laughs> if I'm saying I'm absolutely wrong, you can check out my last uh, few podcasts. I make sure at the end of my segment, I always shout them out. And if I don't have the exact business, I just want to tell all of my female veterans that are out there, take advantage of the benefits that you have worked so hard to uh, to obtain and have, and just put them forth. Even the male uh, veterans out there, you too. You know, we put a lot into. Um, serving for this country and we deserve it all and so I encourage the success the entrepreneurship that you guys put out there into the universe because we've learned so many great things on how to be great leaders and and and, and exceptional fucking civilians and uh, just trying to be great we've served that country we've done the fucking right things and so once you get out just make sure you keep that same mindset that we've developed over time and just do great things um, Again, just uh, enjoy this time off. Reach out to people in your circles. This is a hard time of year. Um, suicide rates go up around the holidays. So if you haven't talked to somebody in a while, somebody been acting weird or a little sus, fucking invite them over for dinner. Call them, text them, let them know that you care. Say I love you out of nowhere. Give a motherfucking stranger a hug. Do what you got to do. There's people going through a lot of shit at this time of year. And we just need to do our best to uplift others. And it takes nothing from us to make somebody else feel um, loved and and happy and and wanted and needed to be here for us. So uh, that's how I want to close out the show. 
Um, I appreciate y'all again for tuning in. Again, like always, shameless plug. If y'all if y'all really fuck with me, go over to my Facebook page, Keitha Kentucky, K-E-E-T-H-A, Kentucky, and like that bitch. I told y'all I will be having more content. Content, like I said, December was hella crazy, and uh, it should be downhill from here. I'm hoping that January 2018 brings me nothing but abundance and money. (laughs) That's what I'm putting out into the universe and success and just more thoughts and ideas to go into this program. So I love y'all. Y'all stay, uh, y'all stay up. Y'all stay positive. And I'll check y'all out on the next episode.